This is Gareth Southgate, and this is the Three Lions Podcast. Welcome to the Three Lions Podcast. My name is Russell Osborne and this is an independent England football supporters podcast. Thank you as always for joining me. You are very much welcome along. Even if you're a a regular listener or perhaps this is your first time aboard. Hello there. England's most recent games, thankfully, (laughs) are in the past. The men's seniors, you know. Remember that dreadful Nations League four games in 10 days campaign? Yeah. I put that one to the uh, the back of your mind. I thought it was high time we had a slightly relaxed episode, one that may take you back in time. No controversy, just some good old nostalgia. Much like the there was the tedious games episode, there was the one about being down to ten men. Uh, we had debut goals episode as well. You may remember that. All of those, and of course, plenty of others, can be found at threelionspodcast.com or your podcast provider of choice. Now, this episode has come about after reading one sentence from the book Lost in France. It was the story of England's 1998 World Cup. It was written by Mark Palmer. Uh, Now, before I read it to you, let me just explain the context to it. Three days prior to this, England had just qualified for the 1998 World Cup with a Lions performance away in Rome. You may remember they came away with a nil-nil draw. Three days later, though, Glenn Hoddle was on the front of practically every newspaper with the headline, Hoddle Divorce Shock. (laughs) And this is where the inspiration came from. Uh, Let me read it to you. The Hoddles had been married for 18 years, having met while they were both still at school. They had three children, Zoe, Zara and Jamie, who was only five when the separation was announced. In the current shredded wheat advertisement, the Hoddles were depicted as the happiest of happy families, sitting around the breakfast table wearing contented smiles. The ad was immediately pulled. And this was news to me, not something I remembered. So, of course, straight to YouTube and have a dig about. And all of a sudden, I found myself in a rabbit hole of England players and television adverts. I'm sure there are a few that will immediately spring to your mind and ones that I'll uh, I'll probably miss or have forgotten about. Um, But this is the... um, This is the aim of this episode, and we'll come to that particular advert very soon. But I've decided I'm not going to do this episode on my own. So I've invited Gary from Channel England Football over on YouTube to go through them with me. Gary, hello there. Hi, Russell. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Thank you for having me back for this one. No, more than welcome. Always good to get a, a familiar face on. First, though, tell me how is the uh, how's the channel going on? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, very. Good. I mean, I got a lot of lot of views, as I think you got a lot of listens probably from 
uh, getting hammered by Hungary. I think a lot of <laughs> I think I had a lot of Hungarian fans flocking to the channel for that one. But uh, yeah, hoping to be uh, more successful moving forward because we're winning games, not because we're losing them. But yeah, no good. Very thank uh, thank you very much. Nice one, all good. Well, uh, obviously you can find Gary and Channel England Football. Just go search for it on YouTube. And as I say, we're we're here to talk about the the England adverts and sort of a little. Uh, walk back in time but what what are your earliest football related adverts that you can remember you know what for me it's actually not including any england players at all it was the nike ole advert i don't know if you remember when ah. it was uh, portugal and brazil in the tunnel um and it was before the game and they're coming out and then all of a sudden it just descends into this like megging everybody and everyone going ole and the skills and they had ronaldinho it had a young ronaldo in it um and i think the advert changed slightly where the ball went outside the stadium and there were different footballers who picked up the ball and it was just i just remember as a kid uh, i absolutely loved that it had you know it was all glam and skills and uh, and at the end it ends with the referee doesn't it clearing ronaldinho out to get the game started so <laughs> Yeah, that that that's my earliest one I really remember. If I'm honest, because as a kid, you know, it's the most fun. It wasn't advertising anything boring. It, mm. You know, I found it. I found that brilliant. Really, really good advert that was. There was there was another sort of advert, and it would have been it may well have been for Nike as well, um, because I think at the time they were going for a period of putting out sort of good adverts like that. But there was one. Do you remember the one in an airport where they were? kicking yes. about um in an airport it must have been i want to say 98 sort of prior to the 98 world cup there was like ronaldo and probably i don't know maybe beckham there but they were kicking the ball through like the x-ray machine and going through yes the, uh... yes i do remember that now i completely forgot about that one but yeah i do remember yes yeah oh i'm gonna have to go back and watch that one again now as well yeah i've got a feeling that had a real sort of samba music beat to that one I think yes. it was of the time yeah well I think I think Nike went through a whole range then because I also remember they did uh, I think it was all about skills and they did the similar one with golf and I think when Tiger Woods was like juggling the golf ball oh, right. um, with his with his club and then hit so yeah I think they went through a phase I mean the one I'm talking about was in 2004 I think so if that one's a little bit earlier yeah. they might have been in the late 90s early noughties where they went through all this you know skills phase and adverts if you like but it worked because we remember them all yeah uh, well indeed the uh the, the main principle of advertising is for us to uh us to remember them but I'm, i mean coming right up to date we don't have adverts like that on the tv now so much do we do does companies like that invest in mm, sort of no, advertising no, like that I mean, when I think of TV advert, I mean, the problem is, Russell, is do most people watch TV now? It's all Netflix and Amazon. So maybe that's, you know, the target audience is maybe more online now, isn't it? Rather than yeah. rather than on the telly. But all I can remember now seeing on TV is car adverts and things like that. So, yeah, nothing. There's not really many modern ones, are there? No, I think you're right. Yeah, I can't can't think of any immediately off the top of my head. Um, but anyway, I mean, I've been through the internet basically, um, and I found a uh, I found a few adverts that feature England players, um, and and all become apparent as we uh, as we go through and have a chat about them. And and obviously, just there, we're talking. Are there any adverts? now and we kind of established that there aren't so many as as there were but back at the 
I don't even know when TV really began, really. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and I haven't even got a date for this one, but I think it is prior to the 66 World Cup. It's, it's certainly the early 60s. Bobby Moore featured in an advert which was basically titled Looking at the Local. And I'm going to play it for you now. Uh, and this is how we're kind of going to do these this episode. We'll play the advert and then me and you will have a uh, just a little chat about them and, and work our way through up to as far as we can modern day wise. Tina's not the best art player in the world, but she enjoys a game while she's waiting for me. After a match, we often meet our wife for a quiet drink in the local. It's a nice friendly place. Tina reckons I'd rigged a dart. <laughs> it's not true. Anyway, it's great to get together for an evening out. Like Mr. and Mrs. Bobby Moore, looking at the local. Back in the 60s, Bobby Moore was involved in a, uh, a black and white advert basically promoting the pub. Yeah, uh, I think straight away is imagine that now, like a yeah. professional footballer promoting a night out, basically, <laughs> you know, go down, go down to your local. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, obviously it's, it's proper of its time, isn't it? The, the opening scene of his wife completely missing the dartboard, I think. It's very stereotypical. Exactly, yeah. And I think he like just flippantly throws a dart and it's the bullseye, doesn't it? Yes. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he walks in, doesn't he? Like he owns the place. Um, and they've all got, obviously, the dress quite differently to the way we would now if we went to the pub. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's an odd one. Really odd one. Um, very strange. I, I mean, I think it's Martin Peters with him sort of standing behind him he's coming i don't know i don't know what, what the concept is whether they've just been at a game um and, and martin peters has has come in after him perhaps it's it's the west ham time um yeah but uh probably the the east end of london nice nice friendly places back then i'm thinking <laughs> the craze yeah yeah well, it's, it, obviously you won't get a pub like that now. No one goes down dressed formally, and you know, let's hope let's all go and have a, a nice quiet pint down at the low. You know, it's not very much like that anymore. But um, yeah, it's, unless it's trying to change the perception of pubs back then, like you said, it might have been an attempt at that. But mm. it's obviously the same as stuff now, where they say shop local, but they mean now for fruit and veg, not for your local pint, don't they? Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering <laughs> who who funded that advert was there a an organization called looking at the local yeah yeah may, maybe yeah because it doesn't it doesn't it's specifically say like in no yeah and it doesn't specifically state an area so it's a it's a nationwide advert isn't it so yeah it's a bizarre one really bizarre one yeah well there you go that's that's a good place to start back in the uh back in the 60s bobby moore um promoting the pub and a pint <laughs> i'm just I'm trying to think who could uh that if they were to pitch that one here in 2022, who would be a good person, good player to to say, yeah, I know who could do that one. I don't know. Yeah, Perhaps well, uh, they, could, they could go down. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. But it would be a different pub probably, wouldn't yes. it? It's definitely a different style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, strangely, I, I couldn't find a great deal between the 1960s uh, nothing for the 70s, nothing for the 80s uh, until we came to the early 1990s, which um, I, I remember this one. Um, I love this, really. It's, it's so, I don't know, of its time as well. John Barnes advertising 
Lucasade. Do you remember this one? You know, I, I, well, I'm a, I was only about four at the time. So for me, this is still a little bit early. But when when I did look at it, it did remind me a little bit uh, of I have seen it before, but not, I'm not familiar with it now. After 90 minutes of share hell, you're going to get thirsty. This is isotonic leukosate support. It gets to your thirst fast. Isotonic means it's in balance with your body fluids. Yeah, I, li- I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> So there we go. Um, let's let's just explain it. John Barnes, um, who would have been would have been playing for Liverpool at the time, um, he walks into a changing room. He's wearing the England white home shirt from 1990. He's dripping with sweat. Camera cuts, and all of a sudden he's got his shirt off, and he makes his way to the conveniently placed Lucasade machine. Uh, in the changing room. This is like one of the old school ones where you have to put, a, I don't even know, probably 50 pence back in the day, yeah. uh, put it in and hit one of those big plastic buttons and the uh, and the can drops to the uh, the bottom if you're lucky and uh, you take yeah. it out and un- undo it from there. Go on, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I've, ju- I've just put Top Gun vibes down. It's like, <laughs> like a Top Gun rocker room scene. Like It's just like he's coming in like, proper smooth you know he's obviously in good shape um it's like it's like a mix between top gun and terminator like and when he when he presses for the can he almost like pushes his fist through the machine doesn't it like and the can drops out like it's dropped from like six foot or something but yeah it's a it's really like really 90s really cold really cool um and yeah just proper like action hero style uh, that that really stood out I, I wrote top gun down instantly but i think top gun was like six years before this so it must have been thing that extended throughout throughout the 80s and 90s could well have been yeah so john barnes should he have been wearing a uh, pair of what is it ray-ban aviators or, or whatever they <laughs> yeah. are yeah he's <laughs> just like he just reminded and the only reason why i've got top gun on my mind because obviously i've just been seeing the new film but it's like you know, with the shirt off, sweating, you know, lent on, lent back after, a, you know, he's done something cool and amazing or something. Yeah. And then he just casually kicks the can into the bin, doesn't it, at the end? So That's just, right. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just smooth, very smooth and very like 90s action hero style. It's he, he chugs it down. He like sort of literally, I don't know drinks the can oh, jesus yeah <laughs> it's like last <laughs> half a second yeah uh, and then there's like this these weird sort of blue computer generated sort of pixels that sweep across his chest uh which i i assume is all representing the the isotonic fluid um yeah, that's gone I, into I, his body i can imagine a load of geezers back in the day to be like yeah i need to go and get myself some lucas <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, LucasAid still is a uh, you see it on the touchline all, all around every game, so it's it's still in in the game as it were. Do you still get it in a can? Is it still a can, or do they only do it in the bottles now? Oh, good question. Oh, I don't think I've seen a can of LucasAid in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't think they do them. Yeah, I mean, right at the end, there's a there's a green sort of LucasAid can yeah. as well. I don't know what that one was. 
the EU probably banned that. <laughs> God knows what it had in it. <laughs> yeah. But as you say, like, at the very end, he uh, he sort of drop kicks it into the uh, the mesh bin. Doesn't yeah. miss. Of course, he doesn't miss. No, um, no. Yeah. It is it is quality. And and John Barnes, he, he pulls it off. Fair play to him. He does he does pull it off. He's in yeah. good shape. Um, and yeah, he pulls it off. Perhaps he could have wrapped it somehow, like he did with the uh, the New Order England song back in 1990. Could he have got a little wrap in there? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, he is he is the cool guy, isn't it? Early 90s, he was the he was the cool England guy. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah top one that. Yeah. Obviously, you will. Uh, I'll link to all of these adverts, and you'll be able to watch them for yourselves. Uh, we'll do it on the uh, on the the Freelines podcast Twitter. Uh, let's move on a couple of years. 1994. This one, it's a little bit cheesy, but I I really like this, and it's kind of it's kind of heartwarming to me. This is. Uh, the Yellow Pages advert from 1994 features Bobby Robson, Graham Taylor and Terry Venables. Let's have a listen to this one. OK, I'll leave it up to you. It's a great idea <laughs> and we'll settle up later. Cheers, Bob. Look after yourself. Cakes. Hello, I wonder if you can help me. Yes, we could do that. Fine. Uh, what colour would you like the tracksuit? Orange? Do I not like orange? Pardon? Uh, it's just a joke, love. Blue, I think. I see here it says you deliver. Oh, that's nice. Good luck from Bobby and Graham. Now I I'd, I'd not seen this one. I, I'll be not? completely honest. I, I had not seen this one till till you sent it me, and I love it. I absolutely love it because I thought instantly this would be almost the same as if Hodgson, Allardyce, and Southgate did an advert <laughs> together now, <laughs> and that would be absolutely brilliant if they did. And, and like like made a joke about basically their time in charge of England. I think that yeah. So it instantly made me smile as soon as I saw it. It is. It's. It really does sort of take me back. And I think it's the music. It's just that little sort of looping piano, which is uh, it's, it's just sweet, really. It, it starts with Bobby Robson and Graham Taylor on the phone to each other, obviously both former England managers. Graham Taylor finds Clara's Cakes in the Yellow Pages. Obviously, it's an advert for the Yellow Pages. Back in the day when the Yellow Pages was a, a, a real thick proper <laughs> book that they used basically, to find basically the internet basically yeah. <laughs> the internet of its day the internet <laughs> for your area basically wasn't yeah. it i mean the, yeah, how they yeah. used to squeeze them through your letterbox i've no idea but yeah so they they're talking to each other and they've they've found a, a cake company uh with a premise that they're going to send a cake to terry venables who's just been appointed manager um, back in 1994 and, and considering when this advert came out graham taylor actually looks quite <laughs> quite fresh-faced considering what he'd been through with with not qualifying for the world cup and being called a, a turnip and all that sort of thing so it's it's nice to see him smiling yeah he's it's 
I think because he's, he knows he's getting the last laugh with this advert almost, because he's literally saying, you know, good luck with that job, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, he's like, you've got no chance. Um, I, I wrote down instantly as well, like, it reminded me of, like, Mrs. Bouquet, you know, like, keeping up appearances. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that's so, that sort of vibe. They're, they're embracing their old age. Um, you know, they've all got, like, the sweaters on, and they're all, like, gently relaxing in the home, and it, it, it's just... It's just so brilliant because you, you're struggling to find where it's going as well as you're watching it. You think, where's this, where's this headed to? So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and little things like the the telephones there. They're, they're the old telephones that are on a a coiled wire as well. You have to put up <laughs> yeah, to your yeah, to yeah, your yeah. ear. <laughs> the, oh. the one thing though that did did stand out for me, and this will be something for my generation, is that the cake at the end obviously has the Union Jack on it. Yeah, and not cool. not a St. George's not St. George's cross. Now, I I remember looking back at videos because I think it was really Euro '96, wasn't it, when that started to change? Yeah. But I, it wasn't too long ago that I wasn't I wasn't fully aware of that. I wasn't fully aware that the Union Jack was used quite a lot during England games, and and the fact that the Union Jack's on the line at the end that wouldn't that wouldn't register. I don't think with a lot of England supporters now, particularly under thirty, for example, they'd be like, "Why is the Union Jack there?" So. Yeah, I thought that was uh, quite quite weird to see, actually. Yeah, no, good spot, good spot on that one. Yeah, I remember the sort of, especially Italia 90, there were a lot of um, Union Jacks in the stands then. There weren't so many sort of St George's crosses um, being waved around. But as you say, back in 96 when the Euros came, there was sort of this move towards using the, uh, the St George's cross in the crowd and, and supporters beginning to to take that rather than the uh, the Union Jack, Union flag, whatever people want to want to call it. But there was one, one other thing. There was the, the subtle when when the cake maker says, what colour would you like it? Orange. Uh, the subtle <laughs> yes. do I not like orange reference by Taylor. <laughs> Just not taking himself too seriously, which I thought was great. No. And it's brilliant as well because it is completely contrasting the personalities that present on the touchline, isn't it? You know, they're very much, it's not calm, relaxing, and it's very much, you know, screaming at the referee and like getting, you know, trying to get the result, obviously we need. And that's, it's that contrast. I think that that's really, really works well. And there's a few of those actually in this, in this list where they, they play the opposite of themselves, if you like. Yeah. That's, um, Bobby Robson, Graham Taylor, both, uh, both sadly missed. Um, yeah. Let's let's move on. 1996. Obviously, we've just spoken about Euro 96 there. This advert came out shortly afterwards and and it's Pizza Hut. And and they basically I don't know, they, they must have sat around a table after the uh, the penalty shootout in against Germany and thought, right, how can we make an advert out of this? <laughs> Can, can I just say before we look at this, this is I think the harshest advert I have ever seen. Like, for, and and everyone will know when we get to it, but it, I think it's so harsh uh, on on a particular, well, on a certain England manager now, should we say? Go on, let's uh, let's have a uh, have a listen to this one. It's Stuart Pearce, Chris Waddle, and Gareth Southgate advertising Pizza Hut. Miss, miss, <laughs> miss. Pizza Hut Pan Peters, unless I'm mistaken. Mm. Thank, Thank you, you. Miss. Come on, Gareth, it only took me six years to get over it. Have some Pan Pizza. Pan Pizza from Pizza Hut. A light, fluffy base with a crispy crust smothered with generous toppings. Thanks a lot, boys. I feel much better now. 
this time he's at the post. Pizza Hut pan <laughs> pizza. It always hits the spot. I think that is so... I mean, it's like, literally, he's like the bully boy, isn't he? I mean, Southgate is just... I don't know what. Why would he agree to that after the heartache of '96? Just think, I know what'll help me. Make myself look an idiot even more on an advert. I'm wondering who who sold the idea to to him and to uh, to Pierce and to Waddle as well. How did it? I wonder how it all I'm, came about. I mean, if this was in 1996, like you said, if the, obviously the tournament's in the summer, you are looking. This is this has been recorded only a couple of months after after that penalty miss. So, I mean, fair play to him. You know, fair play that he did the advert. But Jesus, I just feel like it's kicking him when he's down. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it starts with, with Pearson Waddle calling miss um, to the waitress, um, which, which thinking about it, seems a, a little bit odd in itself. You wouldn't, if, like, if I'm in Pizza Hut and I want the attention of the uh, the waitress, I certainly wouldn't be shouting, miss. Um, no. I'd just be sort of clicking my fingers or, no, I'd be sort of, you know, catch someone's eye, but I certainly wouldn't be calling out um, miss. But uh, I, that's the only way they could get this particular gag in, really, isn't it? But but they're both yeah, it's sitting... Not, it's, it's not a very good advert, is it, really? No. Just on the on that context, but yeah. No, but they're, they're both sitting... All three of them are sitting around a uh, a table. There's, there's Stuart Pearce, Chris Waddle, um, and there's Gareth Southgate. He's sitting there with a brown paper bag over his head with two eye holes um, <laughs> cut out. Uh, <laughs> So eventually they uh, they do get the um, pizza delivered to the table and, and they all have a, uh, a nibble on it. Um, and then sort of Southgate is, is eating this pizza by just sort of keeping his head down and lifting the paper bag up ever, ever so slightly um, and just nibbling on his pizza. Uh, but once he's finished, all of a sudden he perks up by saying that's that's sort of perked him right up by, by eating his pizza up. Takes, takes his paper bag off, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> sort of rolls it into a ball, throws it away, and then walks into a uh, it walks into a wall. It's so horrendous. And obviously that's the next bit into the gag where uh, Stuart Pierce says, Oh, he's hit the post. I mean it's just it's just so cool. I just think it's so mean. But um <laughs> It's, it, yeah, it's a terrible advert. Let's be right, it's a shocking advert. But I think this is one of its time because obviously disregarding the racial abuse that they got, but I can't imagine a Rashford or a Saka or someone like that doing an advert after their Euro final penalty miss similar to that. Because let's be honest, Southgate is already probably at the time not very well liked or very much people are a bit annoyed that he missed the penalty. And then he just puts himself across as the village idiot. <laughs> on the advert and it's just it's just a bizarre but it does make it sweeter given the context of history we've got now you look back now and it's actually it makes it much sweeter because you think yeah go on gareth you had you know you had the last laugh mate there yeah. definitely i mean I, I can't imagine that a player would want to do an advert like that these days because no. they, i mean the money surely pizza hut wouldn't throw enough money at it for the likes of rashford sancho yeah. and and Saka to uh, say, do you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm up for that. But I guess back then Southgate thought, okay, Pizza Hut are offering me X amount of money just to uh, sit there yeah. and laugh at myself. Might, might as well cash in on my misery. Thought. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other thing, yeah. 
Chris Waddle yeah. doesn't say a word. Yeah, he probably. I know he might as well. Right. I know he might as well not be there. Literally, he's just like he's just like a third wheeler, isn't it? One of them, <laughs> one of them blokes. I mean, he comes across terribly because he's just like one of them blokes who's egging on the person doing like the bullying, isn't it? And so you're just yeah. like, what's the point of him being there? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of feel the need to explain for maybe some listeners who are going, well, I don't understand why Stuart Pearce and Chris Waddle are there anyway. But for, for those that don't know, and it'd be very much in the minority, obviously they they too missed penalty kicks back in 1990. Um, but as you say, it's, it's not the best advert, but a lot of people will will remember it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, we come to a year later, and as I said in the introduction, there's a uh, the advert that stemmed this whole episode was Glenn Hoddle eating shredded wheat. Um, should we have a listen to this one? Yes, mate. Yeah. You know, being the England coach is a bit like being a mum. Loads of difficult decisions to make. And do you ever get a thank you? But when it comes to picking a healthy breakfast, life couldn't be simpler for me. It can only be shredded wheat. Why? Because it's made from only one thing. Wheat. And nothing else. And who wouldn't want to give their team something so pure? Looks like it's the most popular decision I've made all season. Shredded wheat and bite size. There's only wheat in shredded wheat. Yeah, this is the one that started this particular episode off. It starts with with Glenn Hoddle reading the paper, which has a, a, a visible headline of Hoddle's choice, moment of truth as the nation waits. So, um, <laughs> so crap. It's, it's really strange because it's it's all got a yellow backdrop, as if like the the room they're eating their breakfast in is has all been painted yellow, or it's it's very strange. Well, it's like lum- it's, it's like illuminated yellow though. It's not just like a it's not like a subtle yellow. It's like it's like the most illuminated yellow. Well, it's it's just, sh- shredded yeah. wheat yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, we get it. Shredded wheat box is yellow, but Jesus, they go overboard, don't they? Yeah, big style. I mean, it's it's not set in anyone's home. There's no sort of door visible or or sort of mantelpiece um, behind anyone. It is just the uh, the family sitting round the uh, the table. Which uh, yeah, there was his children, Zoe, Zara, and Jamie. I th- I think this one out uh, the lot of them is aged the worst because it's I think now if this was on it would be very I think a lot of people would be calling it like sexist and stuff because I think it starts off with Glenn Oddle saying you know about do the mums get thank you for doing the laundry and doing all this lot and then he almost he's at the head of the table you know the family aren't saying a word and then he's like oh it's the best decision I've ever made like he's deciding what the family yeah. eats for breakfast and it's just like it just felt like when I was watching it. It just felt like now that it's just it's, it's so out of touch. But it's not even I mean, 97. It's not that long ago, really. Oh, I know it's 20 years, scheme. but it's not. It isn't now. And it's just yeah, it's just mad. It just really screamed at me that this is this is really like of its time and more so than any other advert I think we've seen so far. Yeah, it was, it's just it's just one of those adverts that are so cheesy and corny and quite Americanized, if you like, where it's just yeah. you can tell they're just reading from a script. The products everywhere. Um, nothing else to look at and it's just yeah it's just it's a terrible advert well i think it was ray stubbs uh was doing the voiceover at the end uh football fans will uh, probably be familiar with the sound of ray stubbs uh, i don't he's ray stubbs is still with us isn't he surely 
You know what? I, I, I'm not sure. I don't want to say yes or no in case I get it wrong. <laughs> he's, he's got that distinctive voice. Certainly he's got that distinctive yeah. voice. Let's move on. Now, there was a period of time where a particular lager beer company were were putting out adverts left, right and centre with a um, classic sort of strap line. If, if Carlsberg did this, it'd be the, the greatest beer or the greatest whatever. Uh, in the world and and they got into football advertising or, or sort of putting their beer alongside football advertising and I think as well Carlsberg were a um, major sponsor of the England team at the time I don't know yeah yeah I think I think they, I'm sure they were I'm sure there was it was it on the training kit well, quite well, possibly but they're completely wrong well I, I, I feel like they were but I can't yeah or certainly around the perimeter like Around the pitch, yeah. Yeah, around the pitch. Yeah. Um, you'd, you'd see Carlsberg there. Um, I don't know, not so much these days now, I don't think you see Carlsberg, do you? No, well, I, I, is there... No, I don't think there is, actually. I was going to think, is there now uh, is there a law against advertising alcohol on certain certain time periods? I'm not sure, because I, I know they changed it with cigarettes, didn't they? But I'm yeah. not sure. I might be completely wrong there. But, um, and obviously yeah, no, they, I don't think they are now. Yeah, they, they sponsored Liverpool. Um, for a period of time, yes, um, yeah. a shirt sponsor sponsored Wimbledon in the '98 uh, Cup final. Carlsberg did. Um, I, I I always find it bizarre when you when you get alcohol companies or you know fast food chains sponsor sports teams. I just find it really bizarre. As much as as we're going to look at Carlsberg, do make really damn good adverts. Um, it's just really really bizarre that they would they, they do sponsor football teams and they're, and they're allowed to really because you just think well you know it's kind of completely different worlds yeah no you're right well well this one goes back to 2006 so it would have been the uh the period of time of the germany world cup and it's it's titled old lions Stuck in right from the off. Bobby, Alan, Chrissy, don't be afraid to pull the trigger, eh? Everybody's got to mark, track, and tackle. Particularly you, Bobby. Particularly you, Jackie. Stuart, get. Sorry, get back. No, I've got to get this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who on earth is ringing you at this vital time? Sorry, it's me, Mum. Right, I've said my bit. It's now your turn, eh? So let's stick together, let's get out and fight, let's get a hold of the ball and play good football. Go on, let's go to win. Good luck. Come on, come on. 
Shirt pull. Well, you must shirt pull. Can I have your name, please? Sure. No more, please. Well done, lad. Well done. Thanks very much. You give us a good game. Well done, son. Well done. Don't phone me. I'll phone you, Jackie. Carlsberg don't do pub teams. But if they did, they'd probably be the best pub team in the world. <laughs> I remember this one, and it is a classic, really. It's, it's one of the best, this. It's, let me sort of say, it starts with Peter Shilton sitting on the edge of his bed, Peter Reid having a cup of coffee, there's Alan Ball going through the, uh, the washing, trying to find the right socks, Peter Beardsley coming out of the garage on an old racing bike, you know, the ones with the... The dropped handlebars. Um, there's Chris Waddle in there. There's loads of old players uh, in this advert, even to the point that this advert has even got its own Wikipedia page about it. I've not, I've not been on that. I need to have a look at that. Actually. Oh, I know you did got, say it has. Yeah, it, tell, it tells you everything about this advert. Um, so there's Chris Waddle. Um, he's standing at the edge of the road. There's a, a battered old white transit that pulls up. Waddle throws his kit bag in the back doors. The van drives off, stops, drives off, stops. The sort of thing that we all do when uh, when you're on a, a, I don't know, a mate's road trip, something like that. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Charlton is is in charge of driving this van. Yeah, he's just, I think this is where Carlsberg nail it with all their adverts. They, they make it so it's just like the everyday person. Anyone who's played amateur football and they're going out with the mates on a Sunday morning and, you know, someone's going around picking them up or you're trying to find a sock and stuff like that. So it just instantly, like, it's appealing to you. But obviously it's all these superstars, isn't it? And from, uh, I think the best thing is they bring quite numerous generations in it as well, don't they? It's not just one set of... A lot of the adverts tend to have, you know, a group of players from one era, but this one tries to incorporate quite a few. So it appeals to, you know, different ages as well. Yes. And it's a, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a really good, really good, strong advert. Yeah, there's there's Terry Butcher in it as well. He's handing out sandwiches in the back of the van. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, there's Peter Beardsley. I say they they pass Peter Beardsley on his bike, and you can just yes. sort of see him sort of pedaling away. And they like taunt him, don't they? <laughs> yeah. They like wind him up as on the bike. Say, come on, pedal, mate. <laughs> Uh, it, it cuts to like they they eventually all arrive at at this sort of ramshackle of a uh, of a ground which looks like it's at the side of the uh, side of the M25 or something as cars pass in it and something and there's a Stuart Pierce there as well in a, uh, in a in a white shirt that looks like it's gone through the wash with something red in um, <laughs> and uh, Bobby Robson bless him yes. he's in there yeah. as well managing them trying to give him a, a pep talk and and obviously we've seen him in the in the previous advert the yellow pages one but i mean uh, acting perhaps is wasn't really for him bless him 
No, but he seems to have got himself in a few, doesn't he? He, he and and some of the more memorable ones. Um, but no, yeah, he's, he's he's you know he's a he's a fan favourite, isn't he? So any advert yeah. he's in instantly, don't matter even if he can't act, everyone loves it, don't they? That he's there. I think it's because he is sort of that familiar face, and and despite yeah. what the press done to him at the time, England supporters, especially now, like look back on him so fondly um, yeah. that. Yeah, obviously this was recorded. I don't, was it a few years before uh, he, he sadly passed away? But no, he, he looked he looked good in it. Um, but let's say this this pitch was aside the the M25, and he's given them their pep talk, and they all trot out to uh, to play this. I don't know, dog and duck eleven or something. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just he's just your typical Sunday league pitch, in it like you said is just cars flying by in the background and you know the pitch is in no sort of condition really to play football but they, they still turn up and and put on a good show don't they and pretty much you know and, and, and be quite nonchalant about it so yeah we're just there like any other team but obviously the you know it's a team full of superstars and there's some good goals in it as well actually they do manage to edit in some some quite good finishes in within it as well yeah I, I've, I've watched it a few times and I I think I see England score six goals where they obviously yeah. don't give a, a final score out. And Peter Shilton pulls off a, a good save, which, which even probably back then he would have been aging a little bit. He um, yeah, yeah. probably clouted himself on the floor, might have hurt himself. <laughs> I think, I think there's a few that come across quite in quite good nick considering their age at the time. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they did it unless they were fit, but from what I know, most ex-England footballers don't tend to keep themselves in the best shape, do they? Especially not back in sort of that that period of time. No, no. But the lovely bit at the end, Bobby Robson again, where uh, the game's the game's over, referee's blown for full time, and Bobby Robson says to the opposite manager, "You gave us a great game." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, the other manager's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Yeah, it's brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. And then to uh, then to top it all off, they're all seen drinking in the pub afterwards, which then ties in the uh, the Carlsberg sort of aspect of it. They're all having a uh, a pint of cold Carlsberg. Great advert. Yeah, and 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 that is right into British culture, doesn't it? I mean, when I played Sunday League, it was very much meeting up for the game was the hard bit, getting people out of bed and getting them there, particularly if they'd been on the lash the Saturday night. But then after the game, it was definitely straight to the pub uh, and whatever Sunday game was on or whatever, you'd all be there watching it. So yeah, it just, it just hits into that core of British football and amateur British football. And I think that's why it works just so well. Yeah. And that, that was the start of a, uh, a period of time where Carlsberg were, were advertising, alongside sort of England and, and tournaments. And we'll get on to another one in a uh, in a moment. But before that, um, we're, we're going to 2010. And I I don't really remember this one. Um, and again, it's possibly one that well, probably wouldn't be allowed now. Um, but it's it's a nationwide bank advert features Fabio Capello and also features the uh, the Little Britain duo of Andy and Lou. Um, yeah. As England prepares, Nationwide go goose pimply with pride. I want to play. Oh, no, Andy, they're professionals. Um, excuse me, please, sir. Would you mind signing my friend's shirt? Thank you so much. So, do you uh, follow the football at all? 
Yes, and Are you going to watch the World Cup on TV? You're actually going? Yes, I hope so. And a couple of kisses? Huh? Couple of kisses? Couple of... Kisses. Not for me. I'm not on the show. <laughs> it's OK, it's OK. Well, thank you so much. Lovely to meet you. Look, Andy, he signed your shirt. Don't like it. Nationwide. Proud sponsors of the England team. Obviously, the reason they done that was it said at the end there, Nationwide, proud sponsors of the England team. Uh, and this was released shortly before the, the South Africa 2010 World Cup. Do you remember this one? You know what? I don't. I don't remember it ever uh, ever being on. Really, um, it passed certainly passed me by. It, it it is quite a good one. It's quite funny when you look at when you look closely because um, obviously he pulls up in the wheelchair, doesn't he? And he ends up, I think, taking it round Theo Walcott, nutmegging Jermaine Defoe, and I think the funniest bit is he lobs Peter Crouch, doesn't he? Before <laughs> he uh, <laughs> before he bicycle kicks it in the net past David James. So he's. <laughs> It is actually quite funny from that point of view. I, yeah, I, d- I did like it on, on the ne- on the second viewing. I liked it more than the first. What I I never really know which one's which. Which one's Andy and which one's Lou? Which one's the one in the the wheelchair? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Andy's the one in the wheelchair, but I might be wrong. But I'm pretty certain of that. Okay. I mean, it's clear that Fabio Capello. I don't think he really either. He didn't watch Little Britain at the time, or no. he just didn't didn't get it. Well, the thing is, as well, is I think from what I remember. Of, uh, Capello's time in charge. Probably at that time, he didn't really speak English. No. Um, so he was. I think he says a, a couple of words, doesn't he? And then repeats something that Lou says to him. But you can tell he's just like. It, it, I mean, he almost looks like what the hell is going off? Even though he's probably <laughs> been briefed about. I mean, he's just like he's just there, isn't it? He? he doesn't really do much. But yeah, I think I think Lou goes to you know where you. Are you into football much or something like that, which is quite yeah. and Capello's just like, what? And yeah, it's just he's, 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 he looks dazed, doesn't it? Capello stood there on the touchline. Yeah, oh, they they took Little Britain off the off the TV a little while back or, or off of yeah. iPlayer because obviously they decided that parts of it were uh, inappropriate in these days, which is fair enough. I don't know if if they, they wouldn't be able to make an advert like that now, though, would they? I don't know. It's a, it's an odd one to say, really. I don't. I, I don't know. I suppose they might, because the joke is, is that he's more that he's pretending to be like, la- you know, he's quite lazy, isn't he, rather than the the disability itself. So yeah. ma- maybe, but I think I know. Looking back at Little Britain, there's there's a lot of like strong racism is in there, isn't there? From from yeah. for the jokes wise, so I think that's probably why they took it out. But. Yeah, no, it's um, I mean, I mean, if that if that would be taken out now, that's only twelve years ago. You know, it's nothing, isn't it? So it just shows you how yeah, quick things change. But, but now, yeah, on the second view, when I realised who he was like taking it around, and and the lob on Peter Crouch in particular really did make me make me chuckle. <laughs> yeah, that's, it is good, it is good, but I just I just don't remember it really. But yeah. one that I do remember, and and you. Point, initially I'd forgotten about this and you pointed me in the direction of this one and I was like I can't believe I missed this one it's another Carlsberg advert obviously we've we've just had the old Lions Carlsberg advert this one is another one by Carlsberg and it's called Carlsberg team talk as if if Carlsberg done team talks uh, let's have a, a listen to this one he says he knows how good you are you know how good you are it's time to prove how good you are. Make no mistake. It's you, 11 men. 11 English men against the rest of the world. 
A world that can't wait to dump you out and rub your noses in it. Good luck. But know this. That shirt you're wearing, your countrymen would give anything to pull it on. Jack knew how to wear it and win. And so can you. Who says you can't conquer all? Who says you can't be a world beater twice? Remember your history. It's gonna take bottle. But if you stand tall, you'll make them regret the day they took on England. So be strong and do it for your country, for the fans, for Bobby. Enough talk. Time for action. We haven't come here to be tourists. Men of England. It's time to join the immortals. If Carlsberg did team talks. For, for me, that is that is the advert. That I mean, every time I watch it, even though it's years old now, it does give me goosebumps. I just there's so many bits within that commercial that I just absolutely love. Absolutely love. It's proper goosebumps for me. It is. And if if Carlsberg done team talks and, and right at the very beginning, when you've got Stuart Pierce giving yeah. you a team talk, if if you needed someone to to G you up, who who It's just the sound is what like what they do with the sound because it's like obviously it puts you in the first person perspective and it's like mm. your, your ears are like like it would be if you was listening if you was like really nervous going out for a game and it's just all those little subtle things where um it just yeah it just gets you going as soon as, as right at the start you're just like oh well i'm well up for this yeah, well up for it and i don't know how much carlsberg spent on adverts back then but i mean when when they did make them they they went in properly this is a minute and a half and the uh the one before was uh, like the old Lions one was like three minutes long. So they, they really had to be good to capture your attention and, and keep you watching for uh, for that length of time. Yeah, and there's a, and there's a lot of people in this one, isn't there? That, you know, they've they've really chucked the money at this, and very much people, you know, not not always footballers. I think there's Steve Redgrave in there, yeah. there's Phil Taylor in there, um, there's Cole Fogarty, um, the, the old yes, motorcyclist yeah. guy. Um, it was just the uh, Jeff Stelling is in there, a young Jeff Stelling. Yes, yes, and and I didn't realise that was him until um, until quite a few years later because he's the guy that jumps out, doesn't he? With the the St George's. Yes, he's absolutely brilliant. And when I realised that was him, I love the advert even more because he just jumps out, doesn't he? He starts screaming like, yeah. at the top of his lungs, and it's oh my god, it's it's absolutely brilliant. It's and and like there's little lines like saying you know these these Englishmen, these level, uh, these 11 Englishmen against the rest of the world. And you just like, and, you, and obviously it follows them walking through as they're going out to the match and they're just passing all these legends of our country. And it's just, oh, it's, it's so spine tingling. It, well, you say spine tingling as well. When it says do it for Bobby and it cuts yeah. to like this mural on the, uh, on the wall and it's just sort of silence. And it's almost like you, the hairs on the back of your neck go yeah. up for a moment. Uh, yeah, but sort of drumming away in the background as well is is a, a track by Kasabian and and their feature in it as well the uh, the Leicester band. And yes, I, yeah. I've done a bit of digging around and this this advert is actually filmed at Millwall 
at the uh, oh, okay. the new den um it was done by um, a company called or sort of advertising company many people may have heard of sachi and sachi who um i think are, are quite big in uh, in this field of, of sort of advertising but it, it's a it's a classic advert for all those things and then right at the very end go on just oh, mate. <sighs> are you talking about where it says it time to join the immortals and then it's there's just, obviously the lion it's just it's oh it's just that is i could watch that i think i tried to years ago before obviously the internet was as good as what it is now i tried to freeze that video at the end and screenshot it so i could have it as my phone background because i couldn't find the image right anywhere and and, and and i think i managed to do it at a point because it's just oh mate that that image it it needs it needs to be on every person's wall that image it is so quality it is quality so let me explain there's the players are walking from the uh the changing room past all these people who are giving them their own team talk uh they can hear the studs on the ground they come to these set of steps to walk up to onto what you would imagine to be the pitch and as you look up there is this lion next to a player in a red england shirt with number six on the back which obviously is is perceived to be bobby moore and it's just this lion sort of just gives a a roar and it's just oh, it's, it's, it's spine tingling yeah if you uh, uh, it's it's a test if you're a true england fan if you watch that and you don't get goosebumps then <laughs> then you you're not you're not an england fan you are not an england yeah. it's that good yeah absolute classic that one absolute classic Carlsberg team talk is is spine tingling uh, and we're going to stick with with Carlsberg because two years later they'd done another one obviously 2012 was the Euros 2012 Euros was yeah. in Poland and Ukraine and this this Carlsberg advert was sort of entitled Fan Academy and I've got a little bit of a uh, an affiliation with this one let's have a, uh, have a have a listen to it and I'll explain afterwards Ah, gentlemen, welcome to the Academy, where some of England's most promising fans learn to be great fans. Just look at these lads here. You have to dig deep to find that extra 10%. Not everyone's got what it takes. We need to get through this together. You have to have mental strength now. Get your hand away from your face. Get your eyes on the screen. It takes speed. Come on, guys, get a move on. Come on, second half is starting. Let's go, let's go. Passion. And a whole lot of heart. But if you've got the right stuff, the rewards are there for the taking. Giving you all for England. That calls for a Carlsberg. 
So interesting story, this one. I went to the filming of this. True story. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, it, I was left on the cutting room floor, though, after watching. I remember <laughs> I remember when it came out on the telly and I was literally uh, like my parents knew I'd been and um, I have a girlfriend at the time. She would she knew I'd been and we we're all like watching about the telly and oh, I've got to be somewhere. Oh, this bit. I remember them filming this bit. Ah, right. Oh, no. Right, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it was there was something with the England Supporters Travel Club. Um, where someone on there was looking for England fans to be part of a video. Didn't say who, what, when, what it was going to be for. It was just literally they were filming on over a period of time um, with anyone available to come down on a particular day. And it was, I seem to remember it was like South London, Wimbledon way. It was in this like massive country house, which you, you see on the advert. Went down there, I, was, I got a sort of a lift from the train station to this area like the the filming area there were loads of people around all wearing england shirts but he couldn't work out who was an actual like england fan and who was a actor as it were right yeah, yeah um and yeah. it just pulled loads of people in and uh yeah i remember seeing sort of des Lynham around and stuart pierce was around i remember seeing stuart pierce up on this balcony of somewhere but they wouldn't let you get close to them to to say hello and that sort of thing and I remember I I went down in an old England shirt at the time I, I thought oh do you know what I'm going to wear an old England shirt and I might stand out a bit so I wore the um yeah. it was the blue one where it had like the the three it was like a third shirt they never got worn it had like the three lions at an angle sort oh of from, yeah yes from yeah, yeah. like 1990 time and I thought oh if I wear that then I'll uh I'll stand out and they might sort of pick me maybe to i don't know yeah good, good play a, thinking play a major thinking. part in it <laughs> <laughs> he's the man he's the yeah. man we need in front and center <laughs> if only if only they knew where i was now <laughs> yeah but um but i do remember uh, on the advert there's these three lads who are sort of being shown around by des Lynham. and the guy in the advert one of the lads um is wearing the red england 66 shirt and he's got number 10 on the back and he was he was a real nice guy and i, and I remember following him on twitter for a little while and i think he was an actor that he, he was a football fan but he was an actor as well he'd been in a few things and he was he was a real nice guy enough i don't know i never had major sort of communication with him but i sort of lost contact with him um i, I can't even remember his name now but it was just set in this country house and you could like within reason wander around um the yeah. parts where they weren't filming in um, and it was a case of where sort of des Lynham is showing these fans around and you could see different sort of parts of where they're trying to turn people into being an england fan um stuart pierce once again is giving a team talk yeah 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 he's in a lot isn't he he's in an awful yeah. lot of adverts yeah 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 i, I think looking at it he's, he's very much Obviously not a direct com link to it, but it's it's all that, you know, British during the war, getting regular people to go to these big country estates where they're doing, you know, a lot of work to, to you know, to gain victory over, uh, you know, whoever we're against. But it's a couple, a few bits stand out for me. The the Ian Wright moment where he's asking the two fans to hug each other. Yeah. And he just, he just escalates where he ends up just like screaming. And it's just, it, it just makes me laugh. 
every single time because it's ridiculous, but it's brilliant at the same time. And and obviously at the end as well, the uh, how it links in with the Carlsberg. It is got yeah, it is Carlsberg. Yeah. Is that the pint? Obviously, is a representation of the World Cup trophy, isn't it? Um, which is what it's leading up to. But it's uh, and and I I said to you as we were watching it, then I didn't realise it's one of those adverts. Uh, the more you watch it, you pick out more and more people. And there's a bit where Ray Mears someone who I would never expect to be in an England advert uh, for Carlsberg, for example. I was obviously in the that room where it's absolutely happening down yes. in rain and he's holding like a weather probe up or something saying, so come on, you know, we still got to support him. And it's just, yeah, it's brilliant. He's so British, uh, absolutely brilliant. And it's it's another one that Carlsberg just pulls out of the bag. They do, they do do them really well. Yeah, we, we, Carlsberg, they should do more more adverts for, for England. Yeah, I don't I know. Think- I think we're due one. We're due one. It's been a while, hasn't it, since they've done one, I think. so. Well, I, I, I don't know. Are we still associated with them? I don't know. Well, even, even so, they can do one, can't they? Yeah. No one would mind. <laughs> As you say about, um, like, the more you watch it, more little things sort of grab you and you go, oh, I didn't notice that first time round. And, oh, look at that bit. Um, there's a tiny little bit that you may miss and you watch it a few times and like, ah, oh, that's very clever. There's a little piece where there's this little man and you only see the back of him. He's mopping the floor. And these like the three lads at this line is is moving around this this country house. Um, and they he sort of Deslinem looks over and then like moves on. And the, the three lads look at this guy who's mopping the floor and they look at each other as if to say, is that because the guy who's mopping the floor is wearing a blue and white striped shirt and he's got sort of black curly hair. You only see his back. He hasn't got a number 10 on his back or anything, but it's clearly depicted to be like Maradona. Um, yeah, yeah, I did miss that bit. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I, love it. that. I mean, that's quality that is mopping the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you, you watch it again and you'll see it. it's, it's very cleverly done. Uh, but it also features like Brian Blessed as Limford Christie in there. Helen Chamberlain back when she was sort of in on everything. Obviously, it was Soccer AM and all that on yeah. on Sky. You've mentioned Ian Wright, Ray Mears, Bobby Charlton's in there, Peter Shilton. Yeah, they're, they're obviously all contracted to Carlsberg to uh, they, they ring yeah. them up and say, it's Carlsberg here. We're doing another advert. You're available on so and so day. But they are they are good ones to be in because they do just they just make you so proud to be English, even though some of some of the things that they depict, even though are quite the worst stereotypes of England and, yeah. and an English fan, you know, just pint in the hand and all that lot. But it's just it's brilliant. It really does get you up for a tournament. It, you know, it's just like every time the same way every time a football tournament comes around and we all have our playlists of songs that we put on, mm. you know, looking sometimes, particularly the one we've just talked about with the team talk, I will go watch, go back and watch that. Like just as, as a tournament's coming up, just to <laughs> really get into it. Uh, so yeah, the, it's, I love those adverts. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, this, this is our, this is our message to Carlsberg. Get yourself a, uh, a new yes. advert out for Qatar this year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's, that's 2012. And then there, there was sort of a lull in england related adverts for a little while um until we got to 2019 and and as you may have sort of realized so far uh they've all been male dominated obviously the women's game back then uh, in that period of time for obvious reasons it um it was still growing and and then we came to 2019 this one was shortly ahead of the the france world cup in 
in 2019. And once again, it's uh, it's Lucas Aid. And this one is a play on Badil and Skinner's Football's Coming Home. Let's have a listen to this one. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. Everyone seems to know the score. They've said it all before. They just know they're so sure that we don't have the skill in their eyes. Well, we're tired of the lies. We all play the three lions on a shirt. Same pride, same meaning. And all those years of hurt never stopped us dreaming. So many jokes, so many sneers, all those well done girls. Wear you down through the years. But we still see that tackle by more. And when Nikita scored, Steffi belting the ball and Nobsy dancing. Football's coming home. So, yeah, there's um, Lucas Aid and the Lionesses, uh, a play on Badil and Skinner's Football's Coming Home. And we're recording this prior to the Lionesses being involved in the uh, in the final of this year's European Championships tournament. They've done ex- exceedingly well um, to get through to the final, but we don't know the result as yet. Obviously, by the time this is released, uh, we will know, but obviously we are, we're hoping for a win. But this was recorded back in 2019 when women's football, it, it was it was still on the up and, and the Lionesses were, were doing well. They got to the, the semi-finals of the 2019 World Cup. And I think this is a, this is a really good advert. It's, it's quite sort of picking up on those sort of sort of moments where maybe the women's game doesn't get the respect that it deserved back then, that it does now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a really good advert, and, and it's 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 good using a familiar song that obviously is associated with the male the male side, you know, the England male team. Sorry, but the bit that stuck out for me in particular was the the 50 years of hurt um obviously to the women's game they they, they put it across in a way that that means something completely different i mean yeah. essentially, essentially they were you know they were banned ridiculously from from playing football uh, officially um so you know their hurt is 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 a different sort of hurt you know they weren't even allowed on the pitch which is you know ridiculous and it's it picks up and it's very relevant as you as you've said for, I think for this weekend because I do th- uh, it's coming home this Sunday um, so I'm, I'm adamant it's coming home this Sunday um, but it's, it, it does it, it hits you in the right spots and it does make you think and, and it it puts a, a, a woman's perspective on the game that sometimes I don't think of because even the goals you know they're talking about the tackle by more and but instead they're picking out like Nikita Paris's goal and and yeah. things like that and and for fans of women's football and I'll be honest with you I started probably taking an interest and in watching games if there was on TV around 2019 about that time you know when when England did start to reach the semi-finals and so it, it was it came out at the right time but it's still I think very much relevant today so it does show where we've moved on but it also still says a little bit really there's, there's still some way to go yeah no it's it's a very very clever advert once again I'll, I'll link to this one and, and you can watch it uh, as well but Nikita Nikita Paris is in it Steph Horton as well she features quite heavily in it and I think Beth Mead is is featured yes. in it 
as well. Yes. So all those players that are, are still relevant today. I know it's only three years down the line, but uh, it's still an effort that's that's well worth watching. Uh, it's it's a good one that, um, and that kind of kind of brings us up to date really, because I I don't think there's any. Have you? Could you know of any more recent ones? I mean, there's the um, is it the is it Ramsdale and David Seaman and the Chippy? That one got quite a lot uh, of yeah. um, uh, attention on social media. Um, that was that's, some... that's an interesting one because Arsenal done sort of these range of videos for local sort of organizations companies um in and around like the the highbury area but yeah i know what you mean there was there was that one with ramsdale yeah. and um it's very very clever what arsenal have done there um that's... yeah yeah i like it i like it I'm really good and, and then other than that it's just mainly and i think there's been a few razor adverts haven't there where sterling and stuff are in and, and yeah. jordan henderson and then i think the, the adverts i've seen i think it was yesterday there's a big campaign at the minute regarding um men's attitude to um other men in regards to women playing football and participating in football i think jordan henderson's in it and i think he's the only one who speaks in it but there's quite a few uh, prominent england players in it i believe it i only saw it yesterday okay so it's really 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 recent um but i'm sure i can send you that and you can pop, pop it in the link or whatever yeah. so people can but but yeah there's not there's nothing i wouldn't say there's anything been fun other than you know that chippy one, but it wasn't really mainstream. But nothing really been fun or anything like that in quite a while now. Really, it's all yeah. all quite serious. I think it's either making a quite a political statement, or I suppose it's down to what they're advertising. You know, it's is it likely that England players will advertise alcohol anymore? Oh, I, I nah. don't. I don't. Know. It's so nah. uh, yeah. It's, it's it's maybe it's maybe that side that it's what they're advertising maybe means that the when they are out there, it's pretty much very serious or it's very plain product, like a, like a razor, you know, not a lot. Yeah, Gillette, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess as well, it's like, as, as we said right at the very beginning, that it's perhaps sort of advertising, the way we consume advertising now is, is done differently, not done like through the telly. Well, I suppose it's, it's, it's how the players make money, isn't it? You know, it probably was a big a big avenue for players to earn a lot of money back then. But given the age of social media now and things like that, players can sign their own contracts and do their own advertising on their own social media platforms or or do their own stuff. And it's, yeah, and, and like I said, do do the necessary target. I, I would assume a lot of football adverts would be, as, even now, linked to young men. Um, you know, mm. are young men routinely watching TV anymore? I don't know, but you know these might be sadly, sadly things of the past. But hopefully we'll get a. There's usually there's usually an odd surprise one leading up to a tournament, isn't there? So who knows? There might there might be one in October time as we go up to the World Cup with a I don't know someone in it, the Southgate advertising something or something like that. Maybe we'll have we'll have to wait and see. But there, there was a couple that I um that we. That we we thought oh, we won't mention those or go through those, um, but I'll, I'll mention them anyway. Uh, there was one back in 1999. Alan Shearer um, was advertising with McDonald's, um, and of course McDonald's there, despite obviously what what they sell and it may maybe being not so uh, nutritional for for kids these days or, or 
perhaps it is a little bit more nutritional now but back in 1999 it perhaps wasn't as nutritional as it could have been he was he was doing an advert for mcdonald's um i'll link to that one there is of course gary lineker and his association with walker's crisps i don't know how many he's done over the years um but it's it's it must there's be a, a fair few a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah an awful lot um, there's yeah. There's ones that sort of spring to mind. I think there was there was one where he'd done an advert with Gaza and I think they were in a football stadium like on the terrace and Gaza was sitting behind Gary Lineker and he was trying to reach over and nick his crisp from the packet that Lineker was holding. Um, and, and I think in the end, Lineker cottoned on and crushed his crushed Gaza's hand whilst he was trying to get it. And then obviously Gaza starts crying um yeah, yeah it was yeah. that one uh there was another one where they they brought in bobby robson and terry venables they were a devil and an angel on lineker's <laughs> shoulders um yeah yeah i, I can't remember what well, any other lineker advert there's loads of them isn't there i can't remember anything. yeah I, to be honest with you there's none that stand because they all just seem to fall in the the, the venables and thing like devil and angel one really stands out for me uh, that's the one i remember quite well yeah i, ca- I can't n- none of those jump to mind the, the only one other that jumps to mind not gary lineker but as an england player is ian wright's chicken tonight <laughs> um because yes. that is just i mean I, to be honest with you it's that bad and the way he talks in it is that shocking that I'm sure at the time when I was watching it, I, I didn't actually twig it was him. It was like, because he's just, it's just so bizarre. Um, but yeah, I definitely encourage people to go and uh, people will remember it. As soon as, as soon as it comes on, people will remember it. But um, yeah, that, that is a, that is a very odd advert. I'll have to, I have to take that one. I, I kind of remember it, but I'm, I don't know if I'm remembering it correctly, but yeah, <laughs> I remember chicken tonight. You still get chicken tonight, can you? Well, I think so. I don't, I don't think it's as popular as what it was, but I'm sure yeah. it's somewhere. But this is it's his voice, and then he ends up doing this ridiculous chicken dance across uh, across the screen while singing "Chicken Tonight." What one feels like chicken tonight? I'm just thinking, God, yeah, it's it's a, it's a real shocker that one. Oh, but it, it stands it stands in the mind. Yeah, well, I'm sure he done all right out of it. Uh, yeah. uh, there, there was another bad one that I that I found. Sven Sven Goran Eriksson, of course, England manager for few years between what 2001 and 2006 i guess something like that uh yeah he, he done an advert for for kleenex um of all things it it, it was all a bit, bit embarrassing really um and then kevin keegan i think has been involved in a uh in a few adverts as well uh there was the the famous honey monster one remember that one where honey monster scores um oh, a header yes. at wembley Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, I had forgotten about that one. Yeah, I, you know what, Russell? I bet there's, I bet there's so many. There'll be so many people yeah. that we contact you after they say, it, "Oh, can you remember this one? Can you remember this one?" But yeah, there's been, yeah, there's been so many. I, have to, I did forget that one, but yeah, it was a good one. That I think there was a, uh, I don't know, a fun fact: the uh, the only animal to score a, uh, a an FA Cup <laughs> goal or something. It turns out it's the the honey monster or something. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, I think we've I think we've been through been through a lot of them here. Uh, all, we, all we've got to do now, as you say, is is wait for October, September, October of this year, and wait for another one 
you know, for like Colesburg to to pull their finger out and and get us down yeah. the pub again. Get us back down so, to our local. Yeah. So I think yeah, definitely. I think someone will someone will do an advert, but it'll be a I don't know, it'll be a stupid banking advert or something like that, won't it? I don't. I can't. I can't think of anything fun. But there'll be there'll be some adverts leading up to the World Cup with uh, with England players in it. I'm sh- I'm sure of it. Well, we we shall uh, we shall wait and wonder. Uh, Gary, been a uh, it's been blast. Enjoyed that. Yeah. As always, um, yeah. You, you can you can find yourself on uh, over on YouTube channel England Football. Um, any any plans, obviously, in the uh, in the lead up to the World Cup. Yeah, well, um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get hold of some uh, Iranian fans and an American fan and and a Welsh fan. I don't, I don't, if anyone knows any Welsh like YouTubers or anything like that who supports the Welsh national team, let me know because uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and have a chat with a couple of them. Uh, just, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about Iran at all, so it'd be re- that's the one I'm really interested in. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think um, me and you might have something planned as we lead up. I might might do an episode with yourself uh, if you kindly join me on there but yeah, of course now it's it'll it'll soon come round, won't it but I, I can't wait now i mean obviously we've got the nation's league as well haven't we before that so yeah it's 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 all good despite what's happened to the back end of last season and they uh those nation's league games it's it's still positive time to be a uh, an england fan yeah once again thank you very much for for joining me i'll uh well, we'll catch up again soon yep see you later mate There, enjoyed that. Something a little different. I'll leave it up to you if you've been perhaps influenced by any of the product placements within this episode. Massive thanks to Gary there. Don't forget, you can find him over on YouTube at Channel England Football and also on Twitter at Channel England One. I'll be back with you very soon with some more. England related content. I've got a few lined up ready to go. Uh, and likewise, you can follow the podcast on social media. Just search Three Lions Podcast. Like and subscribe on the likes of Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, it's always appreciated. Uh, and likewise, you can get in touch there. Or uh, if you've got an idea for the podcast, I'm open to that. You can email Three Lions Podcast at gmail.com. So until the next time, look after yourselves. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.